In Dumeria, a land where adventuring is new, mysteries and curiosity await our dummies. So stick around to see what they will do. Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. My name is Gary Feehan. I am the Dungeon Master and yeah, still can't think of anything witty this week. But I do other things too, I swear. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Darby Galandry Flashgear. And it's going to be barrels of fun with two new barrels on my gun. Oh, oh so go. good, you rhymed it. Oh, yay. I feel so ashamed of not saying anything now. Very nice. No, you were you used to do lots of things. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, I'm Dave McEnroe, and I play Gwen Cobbleson, the Demborn Wizard. And I guess this squiggle marks the spot. Hmm. App stuff last time, remember? Maps? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Squiggle? squiggle. Yeah, squiggle, and that squiggle. And, oh. I wanted oh, to I say X, but there's no squiggle. X. There were squiggles, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Only the most technical map terms here. Yeah, full squiggles. <laughs> okay, I'm David Sheeran. I'm playing Ivor Ironclad, uh, Considiporium Coordinator. Oh, just some beautiful, solid alliteration. Just yeah. Well. <laughs> when in doubt, alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Billy Stewart, playing Stefan Shepard, human clerk, barbarian, and his beloved pet goat Ramsey. Uh, chalking up this adventure to. Mostly hard work and just a smidgen of good luck. <laughs> yes. Nice. Nice. I like it. Nice. All the puns, all the alliteration. Pretty good. So, before we kick back into the episode, we will start off as a recap, as we always do, and then get into the action as the dummies wake up for another day in Gizmobrook. So, last time, preparations. Ivor began his pitch for his new business called the Considerporium, a place to learn about history and ancient cultures where his archaeology work would shine. He met and convinced Darby's father of his plan, but it came under warning. It would not be easy to convince the others, and Ivor needs to know how to work the crowd. Gwen finally got her hands on that good, good map and discovered that the area around Gizmobrook had maybe a dozen potential places that might hold some secrets or some runes, including the Union Spire she discovered earlier. Back at Cogs and Crafts, Darby upgraded Brass Rain with a lucky roll, increasing its barrel size and shot distance. Stefan made some headway on the records, which now looks more like a room than a mess, and discovering that there even was a chair underneath. Finally, Darby asked Gwen for help contacting the Orlite. In their momentary truce, they found that they were safe. And everybody headed off for a nice long rest. And we wake up once again in Gizmobrook. Okay, so we're waking up on the seventh day of Hanim um, for a new day. So I am going to start the day off a little different. Normally I ask you what you want to do, but today I am going to start off by saying, Stefan, 
you're dead. Yes. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, okay, who shot me? Where is she? <laughs> That's a wrap on me. Uh, thanks all. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stefan is not dead. Stefan wakes up uh, good and early, well-rested as always, and prepares for his morning run. But um, Stefan, I would assume, correct me if I'm wrong, that um, you leave Shepherd's Warning behind, or do you carry it with you when you go on your morning run? Uh, I'd say I'd leave it behind. It'd probably look a bit aggressive otherwise. <laughs> it probably would, but I just had to ask to make sure. So as you are doing your morning uh, prep, um, you somehow your eyes are drawn over to Shepherd's Warning. And normally you think, okay, who am I going to see to get out today? Where where will I go for my run? Um, but you get a different sense about something. Can I get you to give me an insight check with advantage? Ooh. Uh, sure. Ramsey's also up, stretches his goat legs, shakes off some excess wool. And this looks at you ready for the day. That is a 22. Oh, big numbers. Um, love to see it. Something is pulling you not further into the city um, to check out on maybe some of the mines. There's something, something calling you towards the river. And you think maybe you should go for a run down by the river this morning. Cool. Uh, yep, I go for a run by the river. Excellent. And straight away as you exit the Topaz Axe, again, you're here in um, Old Town of Gismbrook, and you can already see that there is some other people up early, and there's some commotion heading towards the river as well. It seems you might have been the only person that is drawn this way. You see some kids excitingly pulling on their parents' um, arms, begging them to hurry on and come quicker while parents are saying, hold on, there'll be plenty of sweets for us. Um, don't worry. This happens a few times at a couple of different iterations, always the same, people excitedly headed towards the river. Running down yourself, you spot what they're all heading towards. A tribe of plains orcs has set up outside the river and has began interacting with the um, with the Gizmo Gizmobians, I remembered uh, <laughs> interacting with Gizmobians yeah. and it have started presenting their wares. Um, you can see many different colorful stalls um, giving out what seems to be like honeyed sweets. Um, some are making little wooden toys and handing them to children excitedly. Um, you see some merchants bringing up carts and loading on these large um, barrels of uh, or urns, pots of honey, off to maybe do something or other. You see a large colorful group of these orcs all dressed very colorfully, but there's one color as predominant um, and that is gold. And you can probably guess why from all the honey. And also in your ears, you hear a slight buzzing as further off down the caravan, you see that there are that there are carts, if you would call them that, um, or, uh, or caravans or whatever. But they are holding large nests of bees themselves. And you can see some of the caravans actually have 
large um, groupings of flowers for these bees to uh, to feast upon. Um, first thing that, uh, or the next thing that captures you is that you're looking around at all of this um, and then you look down to share the moment with Ramsey, but he's not there. He's run off somewhere. Quickly finding where he's run off to, he is firstly trying to nab some of that honey. Um, but he is stopped um, by this one orc waving, welcoming people as they enter into the encampment. Long nails decorated with many dyes um, tip her fingertips and glittering chains adorn her nose and ear piercings. Her hair is long and black down her back and she smiles wide as all the gizmo brookians nope, gizmobians um, mm. the fun word but hard word to say. She smiles wide as all the gizmobians filter by um, to all the merchants behind her by the river. Um, she leans down and offers Ramsey some pets and goes well, hello, friend. Fancy meeting oh, you here. So, sorry, there, scratching. Sorry about him. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's all right. It's 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 good to see a good to see a goat around in the city. You don't get many uh, animals at all in this part of the city. He's a friendly. Story. Yeah, it's strange. I was expecting more goats around here, but it seems to be an odd city in that line. Um, Very industrious, uh, as always, but. What is all this? Is it a holiday or celebration of some sort? Um, well, not any celebration in particular. We're just just passing through as as we do, following the winds. And winds brought us here to set up camp today. And we do stop by every so often, bringing our treats and um, doing some trading and all that good stuff. Sorry, I've, I'm I'm being rude. My name is Blonid, and I am the chieftain of this tribe. Milish. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, I forgot myself. I'm uh, Stefan Shepard, and this is my uh, pet goat, Ramsey. Yeah. Yep. I somehow yes. He's an interesting goat. It, he is. He's been with me for as long as I can remember. Um, and thus was hair, I guess. Um, <laughs> Ramsey's like, it's just Ramsey's so like, <laughs> it is very tustable. Um, Ramsey is like making some fan noises through all of the sticky mouth that he has now that he has got some, got his hands on some honey. Um, you probably think you're going to need to give him a good workout to work off all this sugar, but at least <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. Blonde then goes. Um, so, um, Stefan, what, what brings you to Gizmobrook? Um, uh, it's, uh, work funny enough. I, uh, was employed elsewhere, but, um, found myself on leave in Laurel Bank and got offered a job here. So I thought a change of scenery might do us both some good. Um, yes. You must, are, are you coming from Laurel Bank or? Um, no, we came from from further east. The um, the flower blooms back there are are beautiful this time of year, and um, it really gets gets our con colonies a buzzing, and produces some of the most wonderful honey. And 
we often go where where the winds and the bees lead us um, to where the bees and us are needed. That is just kind of how we go. It it sounds quite chaotic, but it obviously works for you. Um, so, uh, I, I'd I'd love to buy some of your honey if that's uh, oh. amenable. Yes. No need for payment at all. And she just goes over and uh, speaks to a nearby stall uh, owner and just takes some and goes, here. And he hands you a small jar and goes, um, take it. Um, we don't have much use for money. Um, we often just like to provide what we can um, where we go and for help. If you'd like, of course, to, to donate to some other cause on our behalf, that would be wonderful. Are you sure there's nothing I can do for you or give you? Or Not right now. And she kind of looks at you kind of quizzically. Um, and it's a look you got. Uh, grow me another insight check. Okay. That is a 16. 16. It's a look that, um, you know, the 16. Yeah, it's a look that you've seen before in another orc um, in Tiaris Grove. And it's very similar to the look the elders gave you there as well. Um, and she goes, I, I don't know what it is. The Wild Mother acts in mysterious ways and you seem, both of you seemed blessed by her. Yes, we've um, come across her through another of uh, your people that I would guess might be related before. Oh, you've met other um, tribes? Uh, yes, yeah. Um, I can't recall quite where just at the moment, but uh, yes, we had a crossing. Um, but no, the Wild Mother is uh, uh, wise and powerful, so she has led us here. I think so too. Will you be around long, or oh, I guess it's dependent on the Wild Mother? Yes, um, well, we'll still be here for a few days. We still have, you know, many things we need to rest, repairs we need to do. I said before we don't need have much need for money, but we still have wagons to get fixed every now and again when we come to not asking for money. I'm just saying that's another reason why we swing by Gizmobrook. You ask me, sometimes it's the winds and sometimes it's the broken wheels. But either way, <laughs> we swing by, rest, entertain, trade, get fixed up for the next leg of our journey ahead. Well, I, I definitely have some comrades I think would be uh, interested to maybe break some bread with you or that if you would be free this evening. Absolutely, we'll be here. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, I, I should start heading back to work, but um, best oh, of luck yeah. with your dolls. Yes. Don't don't let me keep you and and enjoy the honey. There's plenty more. But... Uh, thank you. Yeah. Should have brought the staff, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And that's why I asked you before I introduced you to them. I know. <laughs> uh, I would impress them so much with my cool <laughs> stick. <laughs> I was just like, no, I can't get away with jogging with a heavy ball. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he never leaves it, right? And then I was like, oh, it's a big, it's a big stick. <laughs> it was, yeah, look, it was a question I had to ask because both, no, options, that's fair, feasible, yeah. both options were feasible in my head. <laughs> I could see Stefan carrying it or leaving it behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you complete your morning run this time um, on the eastern uh, banks of Gizmobrook around the Laurel, um, soaking in all of this new fun and vigor that the Milish E tribe have brought to the banks here before heading back to work. So, now I open it up. What does everybody want to do today? Oh, we all don't get to, you know, go meet a cool tribe of uh, orcs somewhere, no? No. That's <laughs> okay, <well>, fine. <laughs> it's Stefan on time. I'm sure he is on time. Oh, yeah, of course. I imagine he is. And he was given an excellent watch as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Stefan wouldn't be late. Makes no sense. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah, you could always turn a part of the jog into a little bit of a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. who can, wants to kick it off first? Sorry, Dave. I was, I was just going to say, I, I can definitely see that. Just oh, in, yeah. In response to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh I guess I'm, I'm up for going up first. Sure, let's do it. Okay. What is Ivor's plan today? So, I think... Um... Ivor's plan. Ivor has a lot of meetings today. That's kind of what I, I see going on, at least today. So, um, yeah. yeah. So I think he would like to speak with uh, Lavella Opalbasher and uh, Penelope about sorting out uh, just as some kind of more immediate concerns with trying to set up his day, his one day considerporium uh, trial run, you know? Yeah. Penelope, yeah. oh, you want to go uh, to, to have it in the Midnight System? No, more, more so just um, he wants to speak to her about potentially, uh, like, looking for, um, well, not exactly bouncers, but just kind of uh, people to help kind of just, you know, you know, there's going to be relics there that would be valuable. Just, like, he doesn't want them stolen. Uh... You know? oh, I thought I you were going to get some booze and turn it into a big party or something. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Just, it's very, just, very different. Everyone gets one cup of heated mead, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, excellent. Okay. So, um, okay. Two things. So, give me. Um, so, Tyrell said he would be working on a meeting for you with Lovella. But um, I'm going to get you to roll how successful getting that meeting is. Ooh. Okay. As a, as a part of kind of the challenge, right? So as, as we're developing this uh, Dungeons and Dragons den um, <laughs> concept, um, I'm going to say Terrell is kind of like your, your kind of freebie in a way. Mm -hmm. You still had to convince him and you did beautifully, but it was kind of more so like this is the one you've got the connection to and it spreads out from there. Um, so this role could be depicted by her willingness to talk to you, just her availability to talk to you, and it's not just her. This this obviously sparks for the rest um, of the situation as well. 
So um, give me a d20 roll. Add um, two to it. Add two to it. All right. Uh, I guess I'll use the big dice, because I've I've not used that in a couple of weeks now. (laughs) Go for it. Oh, big dice did not disappoint me. Uh, That is... um, Is that a 13? No, no, it's an 18. So that's a dirty 20. Love to see it. That is yeah. the thing you'd love to see. Yeah, thirty twenty. That is the that is the number you need to beat. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna give you more oh, and wow. more modifiers every time um, to try and get up to that, but rolling an eighteen straight away just kind of bypasses all of that good stuff. But yeah, there's been a cancellation. I've 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 gotten right in. There's been a cancellation exactly. So, <laughs> um, waking up, um, you have got a uh, after breakfast you get a letter from Tyrrell saying that he has organized a meeting for you later in the afternoon um, closer to kind of closing time um, as there has been uh, some rescheduling issues um, in, or not, well, no, not issues for you because you're getting a thing but issues for them because they had to reschedule something but it frees up time for you um, in the evening to meet with Lovella and uh okay then that's that's perfect um i guess before that would uh i guess obviously the the midnight system might be closed at this time of day but um well midnight, the, the public, midnight system but... runs 24 hours oh perfect okay so then i potentially might be able to at least arrange a meeting then yeah okay uh yeah so i think i'll i'll see about um just kind of organizing a meeting with Penelope and then I'll spend the remainder of my time maybe just going over runes and uh, probably seeing if I can't uh, get those working. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, so you can head over to the Midnight System. Um, again, it's still quite early. It is it is operational. There's people um, filtering in for, for a big fancy breakfast. Um, there are only parts of the, of the whole club are open um so right now it's just the breakfast rooms um but heading in you you see the same attendant um you saw previously um recognizing you again um goes coming in for some breakfast i definitely am but uh i'm also looking to speak to penelope if she's uh, uh free at all yeah um you're darby's friend right yeah how about i get you a table and i'll see if if she's free to come down Great, thank you. Great. So yeah, sits you down, um, just in a regular table. Um, you don't get a, the booth experience this time, anyway. Um, sits you in a regular table. Um, heads off. You get a menu, you order whatever you like. Um, a couple of minutes later, she comes back and goes, "Yes, um, Penelope is on her way down to just freshening up." Um, but she also said that the next trip was on the house. So do you want to count this one, or do you want to count the next one? Um, I'm I'm fine with counting this one, yeah. Sweet, I will write that up for you. Um, yeah, a couple of minutes later, Penelope comes down, not as uh, lavishly dressed as you saw her before, but of course that was for um, a cabaret environment. Um, still very beautifully dressed, um, but a lot, lot, a lot simpler, just like a simple um, yellow gown with a small jacket um, and comes over and sits with you and goes, 
Ivar, it's so good to see you again. How has your stay been in Gizmobrook so far? I've had a, a, a really nice time uh, seeing the sights, and but it's 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 largely been um, a, mostly business for me. But whenever I have a chance to just kind of see the sights, it's great. Wonderful. Um, just you yourself this morning? Yes, I actually wanted to uh, speak to you about uh, a, a, just a smidge of my um, uh, business. I, I, I was having a bit of, uh, I was thinking of arranging something early on before I try and speak to the Council of Minds, kind of a, a demo of what I have planned. And I'm just hoping if I could, I was just, I had a few questions and I just thought you would be the best person to ask for advice. Well, I'm flattered. Well, thank you very much. If you want to run your plan by me, I'll see what I can do to help. Thank you. Uh, so I'm planning on setting up uh, what I like to call a considerporium, uh, a place for people uh, to come to, to for the consideration of our shared culture and history. Very interesting. And there will be... Um, ancient relics, uh, historical tours, and just kind of a general uh, way to kind of uh, help kind of increase awareness of history of uh, basically the Demaria. Very interesting. And how do you plan on filling this considerporium with your relics? Well, you I actually, I am actually somewhat of a collector and uh, I've... Uh, uh, through uh, just kind of my own uh, travels and uh, in helping certain individuals and speaking with individuals, I've at least formed a, a somewhat uh, reasonable collection that I hope to kind of uh, display for the day. And I'm hoping to kind of expand this operation into a more kind of on-the-field sort of thing, but that's uh, all for later. Uh, I just kind of want to you know, debut the Considerporium for now and just kind of uh, get an idea of uh, the kind of audience for it. I see. And you're hoping to to have this event here? Well, um, I'm, I'm still actually... Well, I was hoping to get some advice for a potential venue and uh, primarily I was hoping uh, if you could kind of put me in contact with a few people you would consider, like... Uh, absolutely, like uh, you know, trustworthy to protect the collection while it's on display. Well, my advice to you would be that I don't trust anyone more than my possessions than myself. And then, apart from that, mm. it's the people who I hire here at the system. This considerporium of yours. Do you mind me asking how, up to this point, have you acquired your historical? objects ah well um and you part can of be it... candid with me don't worry my lips are safe. okay that's comp i appreciate that well uh in some respect i've uh, obtained them through uh kind of um well certain private collectors uh i've purchased them from them and in other cases uh well, in other cases, I've done a bit of on-the-site collection. Ah. But I'd rather not go into further detail than that. Of course. You don't know who could be listening. Those things are mm. highly frowned upon. It's not even say illegal. 
Not that that in certain contexts bothers yes. me, of course. But thank you for your honesty. It is much appreciated. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't come here ask, expecting any kind of advice or assistance if I wasn't being honest. Yeah. And she see her kind of like look off and contemplate for a little bit. She twarps her fan and gently fans herself, even though she's inside and it's the middle of the day. Um, <laughs> she asks for a cool drink and goes, "Would you like anything else?" Um. Yeah, uh, I, I guess Ivor will just kind of order a a drink himself. Yeah, get some drinks brought down in a flash. Um, she takes a couple of sips and then looks back at you and goes, well, Ivar, I think this idea of yours is quite swell. But, uh, Thank you. We could get quite the buzz about it going, and I think you should have it here. Okay, I, I would, I would absolutely, uh, I would, I would love to put uh, display my wares here. Absolutely. Yes, yes, I, I can see it now. We can move some of the tables in the cabaret area. You can display your main, uh, main pieces behind the curtain. Um, put your smaller pieces to entice people in around the floor, and then do a big like reveal from behind the curtain of your larger more impressive pieces again i'm not sure what's in your collection at all i'm just kind of vibing um mm. takes another sip um goes yeah i think we could make quite the quite the show of it that's something that you might want to do i do want it to be uh well my kind of initial goal is to kind of run some guided tours but to also leave it somewhat open for people who would rather just uh, take some time to just kind of examine the pieces on their own. Soak it in. Yes. Exactly. It's an interesting they're, they're... form of media and entertainment, just providing people with the interesting thing and letting them discover their own feelings about it. Hmm. No. Just kind of let the, the pieces kind of speak for themselves. Very interesting. You have quite tickled my interest, Ivar. Not just because well, uh, you're one of Darby's friends. <laughs> I'm always uh, happy to share uh, my my love of uh, just the history with all with everyone. You know, exactly. History is important. Traditions are important. It is something that is lost in our bureaucratic society since. Everyone's faffing about and worrying about this silence. Absolutely. If would, Absolutely. If you would believe, and you probably wouldn't, for I look as good as I do, I am quite aged and wise myself. And, and I think a little bit more knowledge of history would actually be beneficial. And also, that the, I'm still stuck on that idea that artifacts or art could just be absorbed in a public setting mm. Mm. i think it's i think it's kind of important for us to kind of uh get a feel for what the past kind of was as a place and as a, a moment in time because 
we're all so kind of caught up in the the present and it seems like the present has been the present for eternity in a way that we we can't really imagine a time before the silence roll me an insight check sure she says to you <laughs> okay yes, i have I these things they're called dice you roll them you roll, <laughs> roll them for me now roll an insight check yeah. for me now <laughs> sure so um insight that is 15 15 is pretty good when you start to talk about um time before the silence her eye contact with you wavers momentarily before she composes herself again and looks back at you Hmm. okay um yes it's very interesting a very nuanced way of thinking something that the stifles of many of the cities around here don't tend to think about all that often probably at all and your plan is to um invite and show off this consideratorium idea to the councils uh i'm definitely inviting all of them individually uh through letters uh but the the primary goal with this trial uh, run of the consideratorium is to gauge kind of a idea for the public demand and kind of a, a like the general attention it would be given because uh, i do plan to try and start this up as a full-time business and mm. uh you know getting a good idea of how many people how much uh, how many people i could expect on a uh like a long-term kind of um you know of it being open for a while like just getting an idea of the kind of numbers yeah. I can expect would be helpful, but also it would be helpful for my uh, stairway pitch to the Council of Minds. Yes, absolutely. I mean, money does make the world go round, and I was definitely, definitely entering into this partnership, expecting there to be some sort of monetary gain if I'm being open. But I, again, I agree with you. History is important, but to sell it to most people, you need to literally sell it to them. Mm. They need to believe it is worth their money, no matter how large the price. It is the illusion of something being lavish and expensive and exquisite that often raises the price itself and not the quality of the product. Now, I'm not saying the quality of your product is anything lesser. I'm just saying it is an interesting way to convince people. I understand. I understand. I I suppose uh, I I want to try and get a, attention on the concept before I try and make my pitch directly to them, because I feel I feel the idea on its own has a potential for from a, a cultural perspective and through some other. Uh, means that I won't exactly go into full detail now, but uh, I, I definitely believe it has a, a military potential as well. But um, financial and industry is something where it's kind of up in the air, and I want to at least go in with all four um, kind of covered beforehand. Yeah, and she kind of like smiles through um, as you speaking about that, and she goes... That is all very wise indeed. Um, well, Ivar, I think the two of us can put on quite a show then. 
when are we thank you very much when are we thinking what are the timeline well um i have the display units already constructed um i'll just need a bit of time to kind of go over the full kind of details for the displays maybe get some parchment drawn up for each piece but uh that shouldn't take longer than a, a day or two so i we could i could very well see it us doing this this week if not sooner hmm let me check with Inabella and Cadence to see what the plans are for the cabaret for the next few days. Nothing major is happening, I know that much, so it shouldn't be too hard to move around if we needed to move things around. But I think two days' notice will be enough to give people time to receive the invitations and, and plan about coming. So let me get back to you later today. And all going well, we'll be able to start maybe three days' time. Get the invitations out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I'll I'll get started on uh, my end. And uh, I have a meeting with uh, Lavella Opalbasher later today. But um, ah. outside of that, yes. Very good. You're... I think I should be good to go. You're already putting in a lot of work. This is good to see. Well, Ivar, she kind of has this big, charming grin on her once more and goes, this this should be fun. I'm excited for it. And she kind of like leaves out her hand as if to be kissed. And I will. And she goes, we will talk soon. I will send someone over with a message. Thank you. And she continues sipping her drink and fanning herself as she contemplates on your conversation. Okay. Just very like very much playing into character despite the time of day and it's great. Be the mood twenty four seven, okay? Oh my god, the mood, the vibes, the the mood vibes, the vibe moods. <laughs> Oh, I wish Gwen was there so bad, but also it makes no sense for her to be there unless Ivor invited her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, this is a nice curveball for me. I know I like we set up the Midnight System as this like wondrous venue, but I never actually thought about it as the venue for the Consideratorium trial. So. Mm, no, and it, it just it made sense. Just made sense. Sorry, go Yeah, no, to be honest, I wasn't expecting um, I'd be able to host it here. I was... I was just uh, really purely going here for. Could I have borrow some of your bouncers? Yeah, I thought that yeah. was a really good idea too. I was like, oh that yeah, really of course good they idea have about... bouncers. But, <laughs> you know, she has thoughts and reasons. Um, so mm -hmm. there we go. Yeah, excellent. Um, so yeah, that is pretty much your morning. You have a breakfast. You have a nice meeting with Inabella. You take a leisurely uh, way back to um, be wherever you need to go next. Um, we might leave the um, second half of your day till later on. Um, Ooh, what is anybody else doing? Um, for me, uh, Stefan came across in his big cleanup, he came across um, the other day four um, inventions that were um, patentable. Yes. So, um, I'm going to just get Stefan. So, Stefan, um, these four inventions, I think one of them is definitely gimbals. I could have come up with one or two. Maybe I was busy. I forgot about it. Or something else caught my eye or whatever. But 
four here, and I think we need to patent these. Yes, I I agree. That's why they're in the pile labeled patent. <laughs> so what we've got here is um you probably couldn't figure what they were. Well, one or two you probably did because it is obvious what some of them are, but one or two are a bit more uh, you know, unusual. Mm. So what we have here is Clockwork Dragonfly, nice children's toy. Mm -hmm. Little wings, it flutters a bit and it doesn't go too high, so it doesn't drop and smash. So that's good. I read that because it's very clever, of course. There's it's also really an excellent form. <laughs> it's also an extendo cane. A lot of gentlemen around Gizmobrook, they like walking around with canes. Makes them look smart. Extendo cane is something that, you know, it's you can shrink it and extend it and you know you can yeah, it's portable. Also of people who differ, have different heights, you know, it's a one, oh, one yes. thing for everybody. Yeah. Oh. We live in a world where many different heights from three foot to nine foot exist. And there's also a carriage jack. It's not fun lying in mud cranking up a carriage. So it's, a, I reckon I designed it at the same time as the extendo can, because it's kind of the same mechanism to jack up a carriage. Can access the wheel, remove it, put a new one on. Yeah. Okay. Carry. Get away and the final one. For those two. Possibly. You know best. And the last one is for the gentleman that is too busy to smoke. There is a smoking machine. It does it for him. You just fill in all your cigars and cigarettes. They drop down a little chute. And as one is, one is consumed, it's popped out, and the other one rolls down again, and it starts the process again. That one I couldn't figure out. So, okay, just to be seen to be smoking without smoking. Hmm. Yes, for someone that's so busy that they don't have time. Hot box machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad Stefan is there to question this. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Your listener, all of our faces are like, Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I love I did it. They could be whatever they wanted, so I can't take that back. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Yes, that's great, and all the information I need. Um. I guess just the thing, you know, your. I know you don't like the word, but competitors. Um. Since you've devised these, <laughs> people in the same field, some seem to have taken you know takes on these of their own kind so they may have painted those themselves you may have seen down the road there's a clockwork housefly so just you know there might be some further work on top of this but i'll handle that we'll get it all sorted but yes no with all yes, these uh, yeah there was the unfortunate incident with um gimbal's previous intern what unfortunate incident it was before i started years ago and he is the son of a very famous inventor who's since retired but um shunned by all the inventors guild here in the city he um was here to gain experience was lazy you know just un no talent and was caught his hand in the till. He also met off with a few blueprints. Oh. It's a sore subject for both of us. Oh, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Um, 
Okay. So uh, there is that um, as well. But Anthony makes is rubbish because he's got no talent. Even if he has the blueprints, it's crap. But and well, no one buys was... off him either at all. I mean, he he's, he snookers a few unsuspecting tourists, unfortunately, and it gives Gizmo Brook conventions a bad name when he's like selling these as souvenirs and they go back home after the holidays and they fall apart in like a day. But yeah, no one in the know will buy off him. Okay. But just be aware. Is there a chance he could have seen any of the blueprints in this room? I certainly don't think so. This okay. was it was years ago. Probably not these new ones. I wouldn't imagine so. Okay, that's fine. Um, this could be interesting. But no, that's fine. I will get these filed away and uh, maybe keep a lookout for any names I don't recognize on any documentation. Um, but yes, and I think we can fish out a few more inventions here. Uh, before you go on, I don't know if you saw the group gathered by the river this morning. I can't say I did because I've been here all morning. Oh, I, I took an early morning jog and came upon them. There's some, um, check the door is closed. There's some uh, wild orcs and they're leader I got speaking to had um, a similar vibe to our previous orcish friends. So um, I thought it might be worth giving them a visit later on today. You mean the ones we met in the Grove? Yes, the you-know-who and the you-know-where. Yeah. Yes, um, I suppose. Um, can't hurt. Maybe we can do some business. Yeah, well, they, they don't deal in money, funny enough, but uh, yeah, we could go oh. for an old uh, bartering system or that. Ah, how quaint. Yes, rather. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, no, and their uh, honey's divine. Um, I was going to uh, bring some to breakfast tomorrow morning, but maybe we'll have it for lunch or that. And yeah, she knew um, Ramsey's name, strangely enough, so might be more wild mother shenanigans for that, you know, the other two would be very interested in. Ah, of course, you had a big connection to that place. Yes, yes. Uh, what do you call it? Nature's, uh, or Shepherd's Warning, yes. But yeah, no, I, I said we'd drop by uh, this evening and have some dinner with them, so uh, I'll pick up some supplies or that on the way. But yeah, they seem very friendly and have travelled about a bit, so they may have came across more of the shadow than we have, so. Oh, that stuff. Do you have yeah, to bring that, that stuff up? <laughs> I, I I figured you'd prefer me bringing it up than Gwen, but I mean, not that, you know, obviously everything's great here in the shop, but. Uh, I, I find it kind of amusing when she brings it up. She's terrified of Shadow Gwen. Yeah, I do get that impression as well. Just out there. Biding her time. Interminably <laughs> waiting. <laughs> Uh, but certainly, yes, we can call down later and see. I'm, I'm not sure about Barter, but I'm sure we could do some. Yes. And if you think of any invention that might help them, but I know you like them to keep their nature ways at the same time. I, I didn't mention the Grove because I know it's kind of a gray area if we're allowed to talk about it or not. But yeah, maybe when we get a bit yeah. of privacy with them. 
yeah, it may be something they're aware of, but they don't speak of in general yeah. public. Maybe they don't know at all, so just fish carefully. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering if this place needs to start turning a bit of a profit after this gearbox shenanigans. So I suppose I better get started on a few things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I can certainly hope that he finishes it soon and it can is very marketable. And listen, in two short years, these forms will be spilling out money for us. So <laughs> That's short. I'm an elf. Yep. For you, yeah. I'd worry a bit. But, hmm. <laughs> Listen, ink lasts longer than blood, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I don't really have any other projects apart from just doing normal shop work, doing watches and different little small inventions and stuff, but no major projects since I've got Brass Ray and all up and ready. Um, sweet. Okay, so yeah, if you just want to do like a, a shop keeping check, not not your money check, um, just do like a, a working check as we did the last day. Um, so yeah. just do, give me a tinkering check. Hey, what do I add to that? So it's your proficiency and um, dexterity. Dex. Um, 19. 19. Excellent. So yeah, you aren't as productive as the last day. Um, Emery has lots of questions about the stuff he learned. He learned them really well, but now he's like reading really curious about a lot of questions so you're a little bit more distracted but he's still getting some good learning so you don't you don't churn out as many of the orders as you thought you would get to today but you still churn out more than um what gimbal and emery's would have done by themselves so um you got a plus 10 next time so increase that now to a plus 12. okay for when you next make the when i do the shop check check. yeah and has he finished his music box finally he has, yes. Um, he's put pa- he's put panels on it. Um, he actually um, the long stretch of the music box um, actually has like a small carving of um, what looks like grass rain on it. Um, and he goes and goes. Ah, so, what do you think? I added my own twist. I hope you like it. And he starts to sweat uncontrollably. <laughs> I take it off and I peruse it for. Ages, just ages. Such a mean man. Daisy so comes small. up and starts mopping the floor around him. And... <laughs> then I just start walking and like looking it up to the light and just just strolling up and down looking at it. <laughs> like every now and again, he'll go, ah, um, but say nothing. Ah, oh. Okay, good, yeah. Good. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it's good. Took, took a while, but that's good because you were very detailed with it. And if you make your first one as good as this, yeah, they can um, only get better. But I know what I'm going to do with this right now. Ah, and, and he like leans forward as if you're going to like smash it on the ground. <laughs> it's like as, as if being in anticipation to like go and lunge and grab it. And I go <laughs> to the counter and I pull out a box which we use for like um say when people purchase stuff and whatever mm. so i put it into that it's got all the logos and whatever on it at the shop front and all that and i take out a 
kind of goldy copperish bow and I tie it on it and I just hold it out to him and go, it's yours. Uh, um, not, uh, not for general sale. It's yours. Oh, oh, um, uh, and like, because it's good. Because it's good. Smiles and goes, ah, thank it, you, Derby. That's, um, that, that's great. Um, are you sure? I mean, I, I, I'm here to work, you know, to, for the shop and stuff. Um, but if you think I should keep it, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. No problem. That's fine. I'll keep it. <laughs> Look, I, we could sell it and we get a good price for it because it's, it is good workmanship on that. But it's your first one, so it's special. So it's yours. Um, oh. Lady, like, he takes it and goes, um, thank you. Um, Just make sure I, you annoy the hell out of all the other kids in the orphanage with it, okay? I was going to do that anyway. Um, I'll go go polish the front windows uh, see ya and he's you're like eight for each other it's two of you like fucking wanting to annoy poor other orphan children <laughs> you're just like yeah <laughs> yeah um anything else for Darby's oh, I think I'm good sweet Stefan anything else for you except for you just working away and then going to meet the um, Milishi tribe later. Yeah, oh, well, I'd swing by, what you call it, the Topaz Axe and tell Gwen and uh, Ivar as well, of course. And yeah, just um, ask Daisy if the boards have come in yet, or is that tomorrow? That'd be tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow, okay. Yes. Today, um, Ivar has his one. Dungeons and Dragons guys DMing. This, you learn how to run a carpentry shop and see what orders are coming. Um, <laughs> yes, Ivar stuff is arriving today, so yours will be tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah. So do more forms and then go to the Topaz X. Um, sure. Give me another bureaucracy check. Cool. Bureaucracy it's gonna the, check. It's gonna be the most used check in the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Um, two more chairs. You um, let's find two more chairs. Uh, the room probably isn't isn't large enough to, to house maybe that many more chairs. But you do find one more chair. Absolutely. Okay. And you find a lot of lot of old um, documents that probably got some sort of grease or oil on them. So this obviously freaks you out, and you begin transcribing them immediately. Um, you clear out a chair and you even sit on it, but you get all of these documents um, that are covered, transcribed onto some fresh, clean, safe paper. Safe. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very important to say to, to, to Stefan. The paper's now safe. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and do they have anything important on them, Mark? Just general shop stuff? Just general old shop stuff for now, yeah. Um, but 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 baby bell. Um, great, Gwendolyn. What are you doing? Yes. Um, I have a couple of things I would like to do. Um, so first things first. In the morning, can I get Ivar before he goes to the midnight system? Well, you yeah, have breakfast excellent. together, so I assume so. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering. Like, you didn't go off extra early or anything, right? It's just normal. No. Sweet. Uh, Ives, can I uh talk to you for a second? If that's all right. Absolutely. Uh, is everything okay? Yeah, no, it's good. Um, you know, I was just start thinking about stuff, and uh, I was wondering, would you mind if I took the uh, 
dagger for a bit? Um, well, you know, it. how do I put this? The You know how the dagger kind of, it it's it's very personable in a way. It, it doesn't really like, you know how Darby had kind of a, a smidge of trouble letting go to it? So I can... Yeah, it's I like a baby of, or something, yeah. Yeah, I would. So, I would actually suggest. I I I'm not going to leave it, but maybe if you were to kind of like spend some time while we're while this we're at breakfast trying to attune to it, and I'll just let that happen. But I I don't think if if you don't have any luck with it, maybe I'd rather keep it with me. If you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like you're fighting the urge to keep it, but like you might be able to not keep it. Is it? That's. That's more or less what, what what's kind of going on in my head. Cool, cool. Yeah. We can speak in like code or something if you want. Like maybe we'll understand if we speak in code. Uh, like, um, it it's it's all in celest. It only it doesn't really understand. Kind of like common anyway. It's it's all celestial. Ah, perfect then. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, we do that. Sure, sure. So, um, yeah, I, I figure, yeah, spend some time attuning into it, and we'll see how it goes. You know. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, did you have yeah. any anything in mind? What, what do you mean? Uh, like with with the dagger, with shadow stick. Oh, uh, well, I I was just gonna do some like um you know like papery work stuff today, and I thought like I don't know, I'd like intimately maybe try and talk to it and try and figure out some stuff, you know, you know, just mm. uh you know, I, keep yeah. it company or whatever. I do get what you mean. Yeah. Um, you know what? If you're if you're going to be doing that, maybe you should try, if you have the time, have a look at some, like, celestial texts, where, and if it's available, you know? Yeah, true, yeah, it might be good, just, um, uh, yeah, while I have it, I guess, yeah, that'd be good, I definitely can't read it now, so, yeah, it'd be good. Mm. Just to be totally honest with you, I've been, I, I've wanted to look into some of it, but I've just been, I've got my hands full of of various things right now. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, well, you know, what you're doing is important, and pretty much only you can do it, so you're as well. Um, was there something you wanted me to look at in particular? Or? Uh, to be honest, um, I'm not very familiar with any kind of historical texts in Celestial. It's, I guess, just because of the, the sheer difficulty of learning the language currently, I've, I, I kind of put it off, you know what I mean? Cool, so anything is groovy, is it? Pretty much, yeah. That's good to know. Well, I'll uh, keep an eye out. I'm. I'm just. To be honest, I'm just curious what kind of stuff is out there written in Celestial. So, yeah, fair. Like, yeah, now that I suppose it's available to us, it's good to, you know, seek it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what are you at for the for the day? Oh, um, I've got my. Uh, I'm gonna be speaking to two people. Uh, gonna be going off to the Midnight System to speak with Penelope, and then I'm gonna be speaking with um, a very uh. uh the dwarvish, um, what's it? Uh, I want to say ambassador. Yes, dwarvish oh, ambassador. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh nice, that'd be good. Yeah. As in to like get her on board for everything. Pretty much, yeah. I need I need at least two people uh, to be on board before I can actually have that meeting with the council of mine. So I'm thinking they're the best person. Sweet, well, best of luck and like you know I believe in you. So yeah, you you do great. Ah, thank you. Love Okay, yeah, when? Uh, sorry, go on. Oh yeah, I'm I'm just going to I, I'm speaking with Penelope specifically to kind of organize the consistorium. 
Oh yeah, I, I trusted you weren't going to speak to her for something weird. You know, it's oh, you. Yeah. if it was one of the other two, I would have asked. But like, uh, you know, you 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 know what you're at. Mm, one because Stefan, I don't know, something bad might just happen to him, and then Darby, yeah, something bad might happen to him, and she might like I don't know, embezzle money through him or something. Um, you know, I just don't let it get the good vibes. So like, you be careful, but like, I know you will be, so it's it's fine. Well, I, I you know I appreciate all the trust you put in me. Thank you. Fun. Of course, yeah. You are attempting to attune to it, Gwen? Yep. Okay, both of you rolled me a persuasion check. Oh, no. Hey, don't worry. I don't have persuasion. Uh, I have one charisma. Don't worry. Same. <laughs> okay, okay, so... Well, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, the big dice is on fire. I should not have used the big dice. <laughs> Damn. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, that's a 17. Uh, cool. I got a 14. Ah. Um, Gwen, you feel like maybe you're getting a connection to it. Mm. Um, give me an insight check. Insight check. I have another thing I could possibly try and do if I feel like it's not working. Oh, that's good. 16 plus 5, 21. Nice insight. You feel um, 21. Yes. When Ivor was talking before about how the dagger sometimes fluctuates between these feelings of um, attack and protect and has these like juxtaposing feelings of one extreme and the other, mm -hmm. you, you, you can almost feel the dagger wanting to help you, but Ivar just has too much of a pull on it at the moment. Can I try something if I feel at the end of the thing that it's not working? Yeah. Can I? I'm assuming we have it like on the table between us or something to try and like kind of coax okay. it between or something like that. If that's well, it's got to be close to you for you to attune to it. So you yeah, to... so like you know within distance, but like not on him technically. Mm. Uh, so I want to just at the end of it, I feel like it's not working. I want to grab it and then misty step up to my room. Oh, like force it like a break connection. Like try and force it by distance. Okay, give me. Um, okay then. Uh... Yeah, re-roll that persuasion check. This time with advantage. Oh, nice. No, just, just Gwen. We're gonna see. We're gonna keep, keep Ivar's. Ivar hasn't done anything different. Ooh, ooh, it was uh, with persuasion still. Yeah. That twenty plus one. Oh, baby. Um, nice. So yeah, you're having a somewhat innocuous conversation over eggs, um, dwarven eggs, of course. Um. And Ivar is mid-sentence, and then Gwen, you feel this pull and go, hold on, I'll be back in a second. Um, Missy step up to your room. Um, Ivar, you feel the connection drop from Shadow Stake. Um, you don't sense its emotions. You can't reach out to it anymore. You try to remember how to say, my name is Ivar and Celestial, and you can't. Oh, I, what am I going to do when I have a meeting with a Celestial now? No. <laughs> <laughs> ah, darn. Um, so yes, you can uh, just remove Shadow Stake from your inventory for now, and Gwen and sure. and attune to Shadow Stake. Yes. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, uh, she's in her room, so she might as well start straight away if that's all right. Yep. Um, so last time, did we we messaged it or we just thought at it? I can't remember. I think we were doing something like that, weren't we? To try and you were you were attempting to do the like mindy things, message and sending and detect thoughts and all those things and 
Yeah, they work. weren't working any better. Yeah, so I just hoping maybe that now that I have it. Uh, so I want to be like, all right, you. I don't know if I trust you, knife. This is your sibling, hungry tooth. So you better be careful, cause yeah. Sibling, hungry tooth. <laughs> yeah, you're you're replaceable or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> who... give me a wisdom check, Gwen. Oh, wisdom check. Just yeah. Um, roll the dice plus wisdom. Yeah. Got a saving throw? Yeah, I've got a saving throw. Go for it. <sighs> Ooh, dirty 20. 15 plus 5. You have, obviously, these um, feelings of distrust towards it. Um, but you, now that you're attuned to it, you begin to have a connection to it. You start to curb some of those feelings of, of mistrust. Not put them away altogether. Um, but you, you've bonded now with it and you can sense uh, it's projecting a feeling of protection towards you all right okay guess you're fine ish um sorry just uh <laughs> adding it um cool so yeah i'll do that or whatever um and then yeah i'll just gonna be like okay so Remember where you came from, and then I'm gonna like try and paint a picture of where it came from and stuff, and then be like, "Do you know anything about Tahamara?" And just be like, "You know what I mean?" Try and talk up, yeah. Try and ex- yeah, talk about the temple and talk about the um, matron of ravens, and uh, yeah, try and see if it can give me any information about the place where where it came from. Okay, give me a. Ooh, what check is this? Um, an interesting one. Give me an insight check. I think that's the best one because this thing communicates through feeling. Insight? Yeah, I sure. I think the best to use for this is insight. Uh, 17. 12 plus 5. 17. You say the words, word Tahamara and it feels uh, it's kind of hard it's hard to explain how it feels in <laughs> words that aren't words describing how it feels, but describing but how it feels. That makes no sense. Um, it, is it like an agitation or is it? it uh... Yeah, it feels, it feels again, a little mixed, not quite as juxtaposed as to many of the other questions you've put, put to it previously. It, 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 it feels familiar to that word. It knows, it, it, it almost feels like it should know what that word means but it just knows the word. Okay, and then I'll give another image or feeling of like, and I'll, I'm trying to picture like the different images or the possibility of different images for the for the Matron of Ravens. Is there a, is this, is something, is this something to do? Are they related to each other? What is, there's some connection here. Do you, do you know anything about it? What like, images are you that? So like the 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 birds and the and the wings and the feathers and the boat the the wing boat but like not necessarily raven or black maybe try out some different things like as in because you know the way I know it's very it moved from very like birds and flying to raven specifically and stuff so try and you know what I mean right. juxtapose the two maybe one after the so like raven versus like something else you know what I mean? give, give me another inside check. <laughs> A lot of inside checks today, but we're Ooh. just feeling today. We're just feeling. That one's a dirty 20, so 15 plus 5. Oh, dirty 20. 
fuck with your rolls? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I'm just like, my luck's gonna run out so hard so soon. And then Everyone with their fucking sticking. good rolls and me just having to like drop secrets on them. Um, this is like one of my best stats though. It is plus five. Okay, fair enough. Um, and of course, I dug my own hole by saying, here's a thing that feels only. What is the best yeah. stat for that? <laughs> um, okay. Yes, you project out the imagery of boat, wing, feathers, passage. That feels familiar. That feels comforting. You then turn it to Raven. That feels distant. It feels different. It feels um, like they just, they don't, it's like something lost. Hey. Sorry, I'm writing things down. Uh, uh. (laughs) That's fine. Okay. Cool. Want to try for one more thing? Okay. Um, was the matron of ravens Tahamara? Basically, just was like, is she? You know, this is who she used to be, and like the idea of like these used to be this, and like try and be like make that connection between the two things. Um, you get. Uh, you get to roll me an inside check. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was like, okay, okay, come on, come on. I was like, I nearly stepped over myself there. Mm, okay, I got 10, so plus five is 15. 15, that's still very good. You get confusion. Um, not again with the word Tahamari, you get the same feelings as you did before, but with the terminology matron of ravens, that is confusing. It's it's more similar. Um, that term is more similar to the feeling of the raven imagery. Okay. Yeah. So you get confusion. Sorry, probably crappy audio because I've been thinking a lot and putting my hand over my mouth. But I apologize for that. I'll keep my hands away. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um. Okay. Cool. I think I've pushed the limits of what I might get. So I don't want to. I don't want to go any further. Okay. So I'm gonna. I don't know. I guess keep the, the knife with me. I mean, you and, want uh, to. Huh? You want to. You feel like it's going to protect you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. She has weird feelings with the knife. So it, it, I know you said that I feel like less bad about it, but she's not good. You know what I mean? She's still not super on board with, with the knife. Oh, that's fully fine. Yeah. yeah. We went from like throwing it away as soon as possible after she asked the questions to like, I guess I'll keep it for, you know, the rest of the day. Yeah. It went from I'm going to use it for answers only to mm. um, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, like, I think it's my idea to keep it on me unless I ever ask for it back. Um, yeah. So I'll do that. And then I will try and finish my scroll stuff for the for the for the yeah. for the rest of the eve. I think I if I do it today, I think I'll have it done because like it was supposed to be, what, three days, but I split it over like five or something. Um, I've done like three the... already. It was supposed to be a f- half a work week. Yeah. Um, but you split it over five. Okay. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to amend the scroll making rules because I think they're um, way too long. Ooh. Um, so I'm going to offer it up to you um, as like a check opportunity because we've been doing obviously check for, for like runes and other things. And yeah. So you can either. So the options are. You can either perform no check and you perform it as the book says. You just do it at that speed. But you can perform a check, but then there's a risk of it going wrong. Okay. Um, 
though you've probably a pretty high arcana score so you getting less than five is probably not possible no right <laughs> so then only failing then is if you get a natural one right so which means your 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 materials are wasted for that day you've got no progress okay but if you get over a 10 it's the same as um it is in the book if you get over a 15 or a 20 it um decreases the time oh, okay cool that's that's fun i like that um yeah. so yeah i would finish it today anyway i think if i'm mathing it out right yeah that sounds rightish yeah we'll so go if that. i do if i get yeah. this now i might just it might be done basically but yeah okay. yeah cool this will be the terrible one now you'll get a nat one straight away and i'll be like no no i didn't get a nat one i got a 13 instead Perfect. seven plus six yeah so uh, contemplating what you've learned for the day, you start feeding paper to your book. Um, yeah, just. <laughs> so is it, it will be done today? Yeah, it's done. Yeah, we'll set. Okay. So next up is Ira's meeting. Okay. So heading over to the Council of Emissary. Um, you head to Tyrell's office at the allotted time. Um, Tyrell opens the door and goes, ah, yes, Ivar, glad you got um, my message. Um, we're actually going to have it down in uh, Lovella's office. Um, just follow me, it's over the hall. So yeah, her office is actually quite close um, to Tyrell's. They're all, all of the emissary and ambassadors actually sit in like, semi-open plan area and their own floor of the emissary building so they can be nice and close for meetings um uh, which is a pain for all of their departments who have to all sit on different floors but all of them get to sit together and, and chat about things um heading into lovella's office um you see the fact that she's a rock hound uh um dwarf pretty evident almost instantaneously um there are beautiful gem encrusted frames framing her pictures there is a large amethyst that you think she's using for a paperweight you're not sure um she has dark skin um her hair is wild and curly and kept um, and wrestled into a bun and a braid at the back of her hair. She has these jeweled spectacles. It's almost like she's looking through crystal. Um, and at a certain angles, her pupils are multiplied in the sides of the gems, almost making her look semi-spooky and like a spider. But underneath those spectacles is a nice, wide, loving smile. And as you enter, she goes, Cyril! Come in, come in, come in. And you must be the the Ivar. Yes. Uh, nice to meet you. Thank you for seeing me so soon and on short notice. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I didn't, as Tyrell has probably been saying, apologies, it's been a really hectic couple of days with, just with, with stuff. Um, and I haven't had a full chance to read the uh, letter you sent me, Tyrell. Um, but you said it was important, so we had this time available. Um, so how about you tell me now? And she opens the floor to you, Ivan. Okay, great. Uh, so I'm a, uh, I'm a researcher in a new field 
kind of a subfield of history called archaeology, which is um, the study of, uh, well, the the study of um, human activity through the recovery and analysis of material culture. Sounds very important. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm looking to kind of uh, start uh, a business kind of focused around this to help fund my research and just kind of uh, expand what I'd be able to research based on this. Uh, this is kind of I... broken down. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, sorry. Yes, don't let me don't let me stop you. Um, she just goes. If you don't mind, I'll just be taking lots of notes, and you can see that she's starting to scribble down the kind of um, minutes as you're speaking. Go on. Sure. Oh, great. Okay, so um, this is going to be kind of broken down into two kind of primary areas. The first kind of area is what will be done with the actual relics I am able to locate and study. There, I'm planning a venue or kind of a, a general kind of uh, facility called the Considiporium. It'll be open to the public um, who, uh, you know, paying for a ticket, of course, it can enter and observe all of the historical artifacts, go on tours to observe these uh, various um, pieces. And, uh, you know, there will be explanations for all of these pieces on hand. Uh, Furthermore, um, I'm planning to actually, uh, I'm well, this is the big thing. I'm hoping with approval and, you know, uh, proper, with proper uh, procedures in mind and in planned, uh, go out onto the field to areas that have already been mapped out by, um, I, I, so Ivor would definitely say what Claude is. But I can't uh, remember yeah. off the top of my head what Claude is. So yeah, collaboration department. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, uh, so <laughs> she goes. Um, sorry, let me stop you there. Um, of course. You plan on going out into the plains, past that the is, borders. That is right. Of course. Uh, now, I would not. It would not just be me. It would be a team of. Profe uh, fully trained professionals adhering to a strict set of guidelines uh, for proper procedures and following any uh, visits to uh, these sites that Claude would be, uh, excuse me, um, able to you can say CL. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cheers. I appreciate that. So, yeah, uh, any places uh, already visited by Claude uh, that have already been mapped out uh, will be going in further to investigate, uh, carefully um, recover relics, and you know, oh. go through a proper va uh, proper um, quarantine following that. Uh, um, that's... Mm -hmm. And you can see that she's getting a little bit nervous. She stops actually writing and she goes, um, Tyrrell, you approve of, of this activity? Um, and Tyrrell goes, um, now, Lavella, I know you can be pretty nervous when it comes to things that Claude and Dents perform, but Ivar is a capable young man, and of course, with the proper proceedings, he will be well protected, and whatever he brings back will also be well protected. Um, and then she goes, he'll be bringing back things? You'll be bringing back things? Of course, <laughs> Sorry. The, these... Uh... No, it's you, you won't be just making drawings of them and putting them up in a, on a wall or something. You'll be actually no. bringing them back 
These will play these uh, relics, as I'm calling them, would be under lock and key. Of course, still be on. Of course, the ones that I that have been deemed to be completely safe will be on display. Um, they will be heavily studied, so any benefit that can be found from them will be recovered, and uh, you know we can make the most use out of them. But of course, uh, I completely understand the inherent danger of them. However, well. they they do still carry inherent danger being left alone even even now just in the wilderness where anyone with the knowledge and kind of ability to do so could go in grab them and hypothetically do all sorts of unbecoming things with them so well i do feel I, like I, recovering I, I, anyone them in their right mind wouldn't any go near this place any of those places there you i completely agree I understand that, but there are people who are not quite in the right state of mind who would do that and pretend mm -hmm, and I, potentially I, do. Yes. Um. I. I. She's just doing that a lot. I'm not in, like interrupting you to say something. She's just kind of like flabbergasted. Um. Mm. No, goes, I, I do completely understand. Or the um, cup. <laughs> <laughs> Cup, cup, short cup. Um, Tyrell goes, um, sorry, I, Ivar, I thought she might be a little bit more open to it. Um, maybe the other dwarf-esque discoveries you have uh, found might interest you, Lovella. She goes, yes. Um, you've okay. Well, we're here now, so. Uh, let's hear it. What, what dwarf in um, archaeology have you discovered? Right. Well, uh, through some study of uh, what I uh, presumed at the time was ancient uh, dwarvish philosophy, I have unearthed an old, uh, and I have all, all manner to believe, uh, now f a formerly forgotten form of magic practiced by... Uh, but uh, practiced by uh, dwarvish clans from long ago, uh, called uh, a rune magic, and I'll kind of produce the the same kind of uh, fire rune goblet I've uh, recreated. You didn't pick that up from anywhere that you shouldn't have. No, no. Uh, this is a replica I have created. Hmm. Replica. Mm -hmm. I, yes, I have been studying this uh, forgotten form of magic. And um, from my studies, I would have been able to recreate a uh, completely safe, common day kind of, uh, I guess you would call an appliance. I, I want to say appliance, but it's not really an appliance. You know what I mean? Uh, you can invent the word appliance. Sure. That's sure. Fine. An, an appliance. You're, a, yeah. you're applying uh, activity to an object. It's the, probably where that word mm. came from originally. I don't know. I'm making shit up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, a appliance. Uh, now it's completely safe. Um, this is, for example, the fire rune. Uh, merely tapping the rune while liquid is in the goblet will cause the uh, will cause the fire rune to work its manipulation on the object and cause the beverage to heat up. Would you like to have a look? Um. Tyrell goes. I. I drank out of it yesterday, and, and I'm 
totally fine. Go ahead. Um, and she goes, well, this is very unorthodox, but um, I guess so. Um, and she takes a look and goes, um, do I put water in it? Uh, whichever you prefer. I have some meat on me still, if, you, if you'd like. Oh, not in the office. Um, um, and she goes over to a corner and um, goes to grab um, some water and pours it in um, and comes back and goes, okay, I just tap the edge? Uh, just the rune, yes. Okay. She gives the rune a tap and, and she looks at it and goes, hmm. um, my old family crest looks very similar to this. Ah. Now, I actually want to, let me uh, explain a bit. Um, these old, the runes I've discovered, um, I have reason to believe that they are associated with uh, dwarvish clans. And, um, well, that these old clans would have uh, undergone some permutations and become the modern-day clans of uh, our era. So um, that is very interesting. And she, like, then, like, lifts the cup of the um, of the warm water and takes, um, goes to take a sip and is like, that, that, it's quite warm. Um, I can't honestly believe that I'm doing any of this. Um, in general, give me a persuasion check, please. Sure. Let's, let's hope that the big dice has been lucky for me so far. Let's hope. <laughs> uh, not, not so much uh, this time. Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah, you you've got the feeling pretty obviously that this is a tougher cookie to crack. Thinking the kinship you have um, as dwarves and maybe understanding something about um, the runic magic, finding a connection there would have got you an in. But Lovella is very nervous about anything to do with this subject. However, I will give you something and you so she puts down the cup and goes um i'm still not quite sure about all of this um the rune is interesting though and she like turns around to um uh, a shelf behind her takes off a what seems like a small family portrait um and in the corner there is a family crest of the opal bashers and it's this beautifully painted um opalescent uh opal for lack of a better word um and in the center of um the gem you see another rune it isn't the fire rune but it has similar runic um components as the fire and um cloud rune you already um are a little bit familiar with hmm. does this one does just you recognize this uh, so I, I definitely recognize um, components of this symbol, but not you... this one specifically. Oh, go ahead. And as soon as you have that thought, you know it. This oh. is the storm rune. Oh, Ye actually, yes, yes. And I'll just kind of take out my notebook to just kind of uh, flick towards what I have here. This would be, yeah, the storm rune, from my understanding. Storm? seems very mm. wild you'd be actually surprised uh, i've uh, i've been studying uh, this one in particular it's quite 
uh, an interesting rune. Um, it would allow, uh, with proper understanding, uh, so a a person with this rune inscribed, either on a piece of uh, armor or weapon or just anything on their person, they would actually be able to, with proper understanding of the rune, kind of invoke it and enter into an almost prophetic state. Kind of, uh, it's it's more so. Uh, the storm is almost uh, more so the awareness to endure a, a storm than the chaos of a storm. Ah. Um, for the, uh, yeah, she's just kind of like making many like lip quivers um, of like uncertainty almost. Um, kind of hard to describe in a audio medium what I was doing with my face, but everybody else saw it. Uh, so there we go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she goes, um, that's an interesting one. It's always been on our, uh, on the Opal Patcher crest. Um, uh, but beyond that, um, this storm stuff, I don't know if I fully um, sign up to it, I'm afraid. Um, I'm not I discrediting your, your research, young man, but it's, uh, it's, it's a little, it's a lot to get your head around. No, I completely understand. It's, uh, I, as I was saying, I just assumed I was studying philosophy for a few years. I did not realize I was actually studying magic until very recently. Um, now, I, I can actually, if, if you would be, if you would be interested, I could, well, probably not in your office, but I could demonstrate a bit more of the rune magic in a, a bit more dramatic, the more dramatic rune magic, if you're curious, oh. but, uh, um, well, definitely not in your office. I, I would want to be, I would definitely not want to any fire or anything going around here, but, um, maybe, um, maybe after I've had some time to think about it, of course, and she kind of purses her lips again. And she goes, um, you've given me a lot to think about, young Ivar, um, Tyrell, um, have you spoken to any others about this yet? Uh, not as of yet. Okay. Well, I will be interested. And she kind of gives um, a, a daggers as much as she can. Um, her bubbly demeanor leaves and looks at Tyrell and goes, I would be interested to see who else approves of your message, Ivan. I'll, uh, I'll be sure to pass it on. Uh, f- thank you for your time. Um, please, uh, if you at all um, are curious about more of this rune magic, do contact me. I will always have time to speak about it. Duly noted. Now, if you'd see yourself out. Of course. Yeah? That was Lovella. Hmm. Well, I mean, I can't... I can, you know what? I'm, I'm happy she was against it based on her, the, like the merits of the concept, more so than... You know, uh, as you said, uh, dredging up old rivalries between clans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, that uh, goes your meeting. Um, Tyrell stops you in the hallway on your way out and goes, I'm sorry, Ivar, I, I thought you'd be a little tougher to crack, but I didn't realize you'd be, lack of a better word, so diamond about it. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's just kind of the nature of the beast with this idea. I'm I'm kind of 
I was expecting to kind of run up about this, run up against this kind of reaction eventually. Uh, probably sooner than later. Is better. I guess so. She does make some very good points. Um, some points maybe I mm. overlooked, but no, I'm I'm still supporting. I I see the merit in it overall, for sure. Thank you, Tara. Um, uh, I. But I guess. I'll... I think it's best. Um, I might just take some of this on on board and uh, actually dr start drawing up that uh, proper procedure kind of manual. Maybe, maybe talk maybe to might... anyone you might know in Claude or Dense as well. It might be useful. It certainly would help That's true. more nervous members um, having the the listed professionals on the project. That's a very good point. Yeah. Right. I think uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get that done. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be oh I'm going to be doing a um a, a trial run of the Considerporium soon. Very good. Well, yes. Uh, invite the Glandries. We will. My wife never misses a social event, not one of great scale, at least. Anyway. That's oh of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I'll make sure to in invite everyone. As mm -hmm. perfect. Right, so I better head off. More meetings, unfortunately. It's going to be another late one. Um, he kind of taps his nose um, and gives you a wink, knowing, I suppose, that you probably know from Darby as why there is so many late meetings these days. Um, as you see him say this, floods of what other clerks and council members and stuff start flooding into a nearby uh, meeting room. And you head off back to the Topazaks. Okay. Sweet. Excellent. So we head then over to the Laurel River um, to go check out the Milishi tribe. But we have been running for quite a while, so we're going to pick up next episode uh, with um, Stefan leading the gang over to the Milishi tribe to see what's going on there. And did Stefan tell the other two? <laughs> he said he did. We didn't RP it out, but we can RP it okay, out. Okay, cool. You can have like a prep. You can meet for pre-dinner drinks and then go over to them for dinner. If you'd like. Printer. <laughs> Printer. Um, prank, exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was a, a lot. Normally we... Uh, we just kind of churn out a day and it kind of worked out, but there was a lot to get through that one. And that was fun. I enjoyed that one. Um, mm. The, the Misty Step move. Smart. Thanks. I was just like, how can I steal it on him? But like, you know, it's not really stealing because he wants me to kind of, kind of have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a little rude. <laughs> <laughs> he knew why. <laughs> yeah, well, a little rude. But... He explained in his thing. He was like, "Oh, if I don't kind of want to give it to you, it's oh, like no, you I... just made like misty stepping without saying." <laughs> it's it's clever, you know. Yeah, yeah she, she might have been like, mm, "Bye," and then just grabbed it, you know. Yeah, it's, it's also very. Oh, well, kind of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also very quiet. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we'll leave it there for this week's episode of Adventuring for Dum Dums. Um, any last thoughts, feelings, emotions, everybody? I'm excited for stuff all happening. Yeah. Yeah. 
found out some new interesting stuff. You need to. I don't. You haven't all been together this episode, actually. You probably do need to have a good. Have a good... Yeah, it was a very split the party episode. Good mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I should have killed you. I should have set monsters <laughs> on you, and the party was split. <laughs> uh, but no, we're probably well balanced for a fight still, though. Yeah. Don't worry, there'll be opportunities. I feel like we'll be, you know, not always together for the next little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, pity this is one of the most well-guarded cities in the world, and I can't just have things fly in and attack you. But you know, I could also <laughs> just do that because I just make up the rules. Um, yeah. But yes. Yeah. Any other post feelings, emotions before we sign off for this week? Well, then, we will leave it there, and we will talk to you on the next episode of Adventuring for Dummies. And until then, it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. Uh, we would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.